Breaker Breaker, what's your 20? This here's the podcast crew. We're hauling up at 901, about to hit the airwaves. Ready for bookstores, cool chatbots, and the explosive relationships you'll only find in. You've got mail. Well, rev up your modems. Or an earful of. You've got mail. The Ultimate Hacker Podcast. Fans of cinema. Cyber. Hope I'm much like. That is, if you're not some no good. Superstore. Breaker, breaker, good buddy. Expect in depth analysis, breaking news about the cast and crew, a little internet protocol. And we'll even have a something for your inbox. You've got mail. Yes. Those are very powerful words. Hello and welcome to, uh, hold on. <laughs> Sounds great. Uh, really jumped the gun there. Hello and welcome. <laughs> this, is, this is Alan's first time doing it. <laughs> every time is my first time doing it. I learn something new every time. And you learn that time, uh, it's important <laughs> to play the music. Important to, well you're like, hmm. Something's wrong. Something, a something, bit, yeah. something doesn't feel quite right huh. about the way I'm talking and not having the song Linden Dollars uh, by James Ferraro playing in the background. Yeah. Uh, hello. Hello, radio fans. Hello, and welcome to another episode of An Earful of You've Got Mail. This is An Earful of You've Got Mail. Hervey Ockles here. Uh, pleasure to be joined with you. I'm excited. I'm raring to talk about the 22nd fi- uh, five minutes of You've Got Mail. I am also excited to talk about the 22nd five minutes of the movie You've Got Mail. We're getting close to the end. There are three, inclusive of today's episode, three episodes left. So we'll yes. give the three-episode warning right now. And one of them is basically credits. One of them is basically credits. We will be using it to discuss the credits. We'll be using it actually to discuss the website for the movie you got mail. Oh. There's actually... There is lore I discovered at the website today. I, I think I need to keep this under my hat. But it's a bombshell. Please keep it under your hat. It's a bombshell. Okay. Uh, I have some bombshells today. I, my, I, I dug in to... The, the meaning behind the meaning of some of the lines. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we've got a lot. We've got a lot of analysis to go. And um, let's see. Uh, I thought you were going to do the theme song no, at that moment. No, no, no. It, don't, it doesn't always happen on the uh, Only, you know, only right when on you end. have things under control. Which no, I have, have things completely under control. At any moment, if I wanted to play a theme song, I could play the theme song. No, I don't believe that. I, at any, any moment, uh, if I want to play the theme song. But that wasn't what I was going to say. Um, so... Three episodes left. You at home have hopefully been experiencing one episode a week recently. The release schedule has been uh, extremely stable the entire time and only has gotten more stable. Only has gotten more stable, just like Linux. Uh, and so you are going to experience one episode a week, including this one. The next two will be coming at you. It's just nonstop. It's, we call it the summer of You've Got Mail. Some people say the summer 1999 was the summer you got mail when people had like let that sink in after six months. But this is the real summer you got mail. The real summer of You've Got Podcast.
right, welcome to our first segment. This is news, fuse, feuds, and screws. This is a news, views, screws, and uh, views. Did I say that right? You said views already. News, views, screws, feuds. Yes, there Good. you go. All right, high energy today. I have I I have six cups of coffee in me. <laughs> Good. I'm, I'm That's great. a good start. I'd like to yeah. see at least yeah. one more get in you before the end of the well, show. Let's here. see how we get yeah. there. All right. I'm watching as as we should say. No change to the setup. Everything's yeah, happening. I got a live. new battery in this. New battery. Yeah, That's mine. good. Yeah, it my died recorder. last time. It did um, mid episode. We've got. We're face to face. We got. We got ace cards for uh, for Keyline Pod. Slight, That's a setup right, change. Slight setup change. I've got my nice little paper card where That's I wrote a very down. Very twee little card. Like these cost like five bucks each. These are five dollars a piece. Yes. <laughs> I yeah. It. Five dollars per paper. Okay. And uh, please uh, write down your key line on so that a, card. This is a mini setup within this <laughs> segment where it doesn't belong. Okay. Whatever well, no, this is news. Oh, it's news. It's news. Uh, okay. Views. I got no views. I have zero views. Uh, I have no views. Okay. Feuds. No updates. No feuds updates. One screw. Mm. That I'm not sure this was formally announced, but while going through the releases of former episodes, including the episode which was technically released July 4th yesterday. Oh. Uh, the RSS may not be updated, but it's technically released yesterday as of recording. Uh, episode 16. That was the first episode you had your new computer, mm. and during the entire episode, there's like this pop. Yeah. Every what was happening? That, that was, was when we didn't do the double USB hubs. That was the, that what and a disaster. USB was like dropping out constantly or something. Yeah, I know. I'll say this: there's some good stuff in the episode. <laughs> Sometimes a pretty excruciating episode to listen to. <laughs> That's where we spent okay. 35 minutes before we got started with the analysis. It's bad. So we will say we screwed up on that one, multiple yeah. fronts. Absolutely. Yeah, just a, just not our not our finest work, but okay. Just me a culpa. Okay, Be, uh, to to it, culpa. you're classically trained. Tea culpa? Yeah, it's yeah. impressive. Oh yeah, I know all the languages. The translate our show for every every market. All right, this is you've got spoilers. That's true. But uh, before we start, I think on we the should spoilers, do a mini key lime pie, right? We will do key lime pie. So I'll hand you my card. Even though we are currently in Wire Club. We're gonna uh, do it. We're gonna do it old school here. Feel free to join. That was great, actually, seeing a real fan in Wire Club last week. Oh yeah, yeah. Please just be in there all the time, and then sometimes we'll be <laughs> in there too. We'll be in there. You know, probably at least a single digit percentage of the time. Uh, all right. Okay. So we have just pie. given each other a piece of paper. Yes. We're gonna count it down, and then we're gonna we're gonna flip. You're gonna flip your little paper booklet open there. Yeah. I'm gonna flip my whole paper here. Yeah. So if you're seeing a blank side, the writing's on the other side of it. I've got that. Okay. I've got that part down. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm assuming that the that you did not leave it blank. That would be a hell of a prank. <laughs> oh, is this pranks? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So, Keelan Pie, this is where we break the movie open by revealing uh, the beating heart, as it were, kind of in the same way that when you open a slice of Keelan Pie, you find a beating heart inside of it. I've never had that experience, but I don't eat key lime pie that very key lime pie that often. Exactly. I well, eat key lime pie probably bi weekly. 
Oh, very nice. Yeah. Uh, so this will this will un, uh, crack it open with a very uh, weighty, profound line. And, okay. Uh, uh, without further ado, should we say it? Yeah. Three, okay. three, two, two one. one. He's, He's waited until your prime. Anything that prosaic. Okay, so from you we've got he's waited until you're primed. Yes, uh, like Amazon Prime. A little creepy. A little creepy. Uh, he'd never do anything that prosaic. Uh, th- and this is great too because we have the index cards. We don't pull that thing where you're like, "Why oh, have a second and a third and a fourth? It's like, hey, there's only I- one. I- only one card, baby. It's only one. They're nice, nice little cards, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, we're <laughs> what's the vintage of these twee little I cards? Think I bought them last year. Okay. You know? like, <laughs> I, whenever I was last in a physical paper store is when I bought these cards. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, like um, Kinkos. Yes, Kinkos. Um, so uh, that has been uh, Key Lime Pie. Let's get into the fuller summary. So those quotes don't tell you a whole lot about these five minutes, but they do t- They do get the heart of it. Yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's tell you a lot uh, we, more. We, did, we didn't match, if that wasn't clear. We did not match. We get minus, what was it? Minus 10 points? Minus 10 points. Minus 10 points. We're currently at... Uh, that brings us that brings us down to 100. Oof. Okay. We're, we're in danger going we, to uh, we, uh, double digits. We need to see if we can finish in the triple digits, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's uh, a lot of drama for these last few weeks. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, I have the summary in front of me. This is uh, a summary of the I have movie. a summary behind me. Oh, I don't think that's true. Uh, so the summary, this will spoil these five minutes for you. You might... You might be you know, screaming right now, saying, don't spoil it for me, but trust don't, us. Don't spoil it for me. Trust. No, you, you've, you've seen this, but our listeners may not have. Oh. But trust us. This is, going, this is for your own best, best, best good. This is for your own best good. Goods. It's for your own good best. Yeah. Uh, In show. Without further ado, however, Joe and Kathleen continue meeting each other and develop a very lovely triple hyphen as i said last week friendship this is where it is yeah I didn't friend triple hyphen ship no lovely space hyphen oh. hyphen hyphen space friendship oh okay that's nice it's that's oh, very nice kathleen tells him about her online correspondence with ny152 and they sit around and make fun of him while shopping drinking coffee and having food together she tells joe that because of her correspondence and his insistence she started writing once again. They develop a very healthy friendship. Joe asks her face-to-face to meet him on Saturday, but then goes online and asks her as 152 to meet her at the same time, same day, and she decides to go meet him after spending time with Joe. That isn't entirely what happened, but mostly correct. It's close, yeah. I, Joe doesn't ask her face-to-face in these five minutes at all. Wait, no, Joe. I mean, Joe asks her to go out with Joe face to face in these five minutes. Is jo- yeah, Joe it? asks her to lunch on oh, Saturday. I, for- I forgot to watch these five minutes. Ah, okay, that's gonna be a problem for you. Yeah, okay, uh, okay. That's been you got spoilers. That has been you've got spoilers. Ooh, all right. Always good to get a little bit of a little bit of spoilers in there. Okay, now we're in the normal, the normal show. <laughs> the normal show. This is the interstitial before the sink. That's <laughs> the nothing segment I do, like right? to call the normal show. The normal show. Uh, but with these two knuckleheads, <laughs> we're not quite normal. 
I got I got nothing else to say uh, before the sync. Uh, do we want to check in on any additional news? I think that, that belongs to the news. News yeah. feuds, screws, and and views. Yeah. Um. And uh, no setup differences. Wow. Okay. The cup of coffee is gone. That didn't take long. Yeah. Well, I I love that Joe baby, and I'm not talking about Joe Fox. I was. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, never mind that. Who I All right. hate. Who <laughs> you? Uh, okay, All right, so I'm ready for the sync. Well, let's let's sync it up here. Okay, so we'll we'll just we'll kill the music here. It was good though. It was great. I liked that little little bit. All right, so what we're gonna do? We're gonna go grab go grab your movie. Um, if you're at home, any go, movie will do, but preferably you've got mail. Ideally, you've got mail or another movie very similar to you've got mail. You yeah. could you could actually interestingly any 1998 movie. Will do, do you think there could be kind of like a Dark Side of Oz type thing where people listen to this podcast but yeah. watch uh, Shop Around the Corner? The movie, uh, it's legal. It's it's a hundred percent legal as long as you own a copy of that movie and you're not you know making a performance out of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, unless you have those rights. <laughs> so just don't don't do it in the town square. And you'll, you're fine. Uh, but yeah, but let us know how it goes. Just just uh, you know, we love remix culture. Well, and I mean by let us know how it goes, we mean secretly we've structured this entire show to line up to the original shop around the corner. That's yeah, exactly. It may sound like we're analyzing you've got mail, but actually if you look if you if you line it up just right, you might you might find what you're looking for. Speaking of lining up just right, how about the sink? Yeah. So we're going to take the 20 second 5 minutes of you've got mail. Yes. We're going to loop it, we're going to lock it. You're going to get it ready to play when we when we say when we count it down. When we count it down uh, from 5. That's correct. And and then, and then and then blast off, baby. You're gonna blast it off. You're gonna make sure it's looped, and uh, you should be staring at Joe Fox, Kathleen Kelly, drinking coffee in a window. Very fake, nice fake, scene. Fake, fake countdown. This is my left hand. Five, four, three, two, one. It'll yeah, sound like just that. Get, get that out of the way. Get and then that out of the way. we'll hit on the beat after one. So right five, four, three, tough, two, one. My mouse is on. I have to use my right hand for the mouse. Can I okay. use my left hand? Okay, right hand. Real. Five, four, three, two, one. Go. Wow, that was quick. That was quick. It's, however, I will say, perfect sync. I'm well, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Absolutely synced up here. Okay, cool. So, oh, let's talk about the movie. Let's talk about the movie you got mail. I'll tell you, there are there are two words. Well, there there are certain phrases that, provided you don't want any interruptions from any uh, virtual friends, you should not say the words "okay, cool." <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> You'll find out if you keep saying it. Okay, cool. Uh, okay, so what's uh, what, what what do you think? Uh, there's there is in these five minutes a bounty of scenes. Uh, yeah, I've did you count? Did you count? Veritable bounty of scenes. Do you count? I, uh, I do generally count. Give me a number. Give me a number of what uh, you counted. Th- uh, seven. I counted eight. Wow. Okay. Okay. Do you want to talk about the, all eight of the scenes? Um, I don't. Just, okay. Well, do you want to just get into it? No, but you're welcome to. I just I won't enjoy it. Uh, well, I I'll I'll, I'll I'll respect your your wishes. Uh, should we start talking about one and then two and then three and then four and then five and then six and then seven and then eight? Yeah, I mean that would kind of be my proposals. We just kind of go in order and we let the chips fall where they may. Yeah. I and by insp- chips, I mean calamari. I have a I have an inspiration. Yeah. I'm gonna. Talk briefly about the eight scenes. Uh, okay, go for it. Scene one, they're in Starbucks. Yeah. Scene two, it's a shared email scene with a fun wipe cut. Oh, yeah. We see both sides of an email. 
It's something as if as never before. As never before. It's you know this is uh, this is why email took so long to be developed is because movie technology was not there to catch up until now. Mm-hmm. Uh, scene three is they are talking about the email while sitting at the Ocean Grill. Sure. Famous scene. Uh, scene four. Famous restaurant. Farmers market. Yes. Uh, I mean, flower market, primarily. Although there is they're... a big sign. Look at the screen. Farmer's market open. Uh, okay, all right. Well, it's, they seem oh, to oh, mostly be a, selling... A flower's market where they're I'm buying just, mangoes well, and apples. It's mostly plants and flowers. There's very little I'm food. It's squashes. Okay, there's a fair banana. amount of food. There's a fair... Muffins, muffins pies, muffins, bread. Pies, all right, all right. I just, it was heavier on flowers than typical farmer's market. I would love market. for you to just be a, a farmer's market snob where you go around <laughs> and just look at like more like a flower's market. <laughs> <laughs> just you don't think if you waste a single booth on flowers it's like oh this is hardly well, a farmer's she's buying flowers i feel like it's you know it's, it's a pineapple it's cloud delusions that's not a it's a big pineapple uh new york style oh yeah new york style pineapple for new york pizza okay uh, okay so, so that's scene uh, farmer's market scene now yeah. scene five which we now see in front of us i you could consider this part of the farmer's market scene because they are Enjoying the Ooh, bounty. There's a Giuseppe Verdi statue in the background. You didn't there. notice that till now. I did. Well, look, I noticed things when I watch it again. Well, uh, this is not the first time we talked about that statue. Really? Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that later. We'll we get to it. Okay, we'll but get to it. All right. Let's call this the Verdi scene. Okay, sure. Uh, scene six. It's emailing from the boat. We're back in uh, in the you know, in the, uh, the, in the bunker. Central. Yes, the yeah. command center. Yeah. Uh, scene seven. There are so many scenes here. There's a lot Se- of scenes. Scene seven. Uh, we're talking hot dogs. Talking dogs, baby. Yeah, and then eight. Uh, walking down the sidewalk. Strutting their stuff. Yes. And that's all these scenes. I'm ready to talk. You ready to talk? I am already talking. Okay, cool. So scene one, end of the Starbucks scene. Uh, give thoughts here. I do. Uh, so one is um, they're still having coffees with too many sugars. To, to remember where we broke off last time, uh, Joe Fox in uh, sorry NY152 different character said in the email uh, he cannot meet because he has project that needs tweaking. Yes, and uh, they're talking. About what does that mean? And tweaking. And Joe Fox in the cliffhanger said that means that he's and now we pick up and he's saying married. Married needs to tweak the project. Needs to divorce the needs to divorce the wife. Or just find a way to balance your marriage life and your and your new uh, paramour, as sure. it were. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's where it goes uh, from here. Uh, and uh, well, what, what do you have to say about this? That's it, really. I don't have any other notes on this scene. It's interesting. Like a line by Joe Fox here. Well, we'll get to it because it's coming up in a second. Is he says, and this is I don't know if this is ad libbed or like developed. This is not in the script. He says, "Married, three kids, projects." So, like, it's not, like, not only that he is... Okay. Married. married three kids. That is a terrible thing to say. He could not possibly be married. How do you know? Have you is asked it? him? Have you said, are you married? Have you written no, to him? No, no, I'm not going to ask. No. Okay. I know this is probably a little late to be That's... asking, but... Are you married? Am I married? What kind of question is that? How can you ask me that? Don't you know me at all? Oh, wait, I get it. Your friends are telling you the reason we haven't met is that I'm married. Am I right? 
Okay, we so heard he from two scenes. Well, let's talk about the first yeah. scene here. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of two parts of one whole. Two parts of one whole. Uh, okay, so uh, is... I mean, I'll say this. Based upon no personal life details, is there really a good reason that she should think he's not married? Is this because like, well, there's because love? they're flirting online. And Married so, people can flirt. Well, not not. Don't I be mean, so old fashioned. I sure. I'm just saying. You know, a bourgeois as, institution. It, provided she's going into this, you know, with a bit of naivete around the whole notion of meeting someone online. Yeah. Uh, you know, not unreasonable for her to think, well, he wouldn't be flirting with me if he was married. It was the over thirties room. It's not the over thirty singles room. Sure, but they met there i mean and they talk about books are you saying you books? can't meet someone who talks about books? well i think it's become flirty since then has it not really <laughs> i mean we like their history is talking about themselves then asking for business advice almost meeting up making weird excuses like i it does yeah. not seem i mean it seems it's only I Kathleen mean, but, Kelly's romantization. Well, that, within the context of the time, though, I mean, people did not talk online very much back then, right? So if so you're, this if is you're married, like, you don't have time for it. Exactly. I yeah. mean, this is a huge amount of communication for the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Groundbreaking. <laughs> this, uh, this movie really paved the way. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> but as far as... I just like the, the, the class thing uh, of married three kids, the project... Uh, is you know more ways to kind of describe it. Which you know who that sounds like? Who? Robert Underwood, the rooftop killer. Sure. He had eight the kids project. with eight different mothers. Lived oh, with, and that's the thing. And like he had they, a project. It's like I think it's like it's 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 it's, it's doppelgangers again and again of kind of there's the good Joe Fox and like mm-hmm. you know she could have snagged a Robert Underwood, and you know what what's the difference between Joe Fox and a Robert Underwood? There's one difference. There is exactly one difference. Class. That's that's minor. Joe has a computer, and Robert Underwood uh, doesn't have a computer, even though he tried to escape his class boundaries and get By getting Intel. one, yeah, yeah, and that was his downfall. And that was his downfall. <laughs> so yeah. that's, there's so much subtext there. Crazy. Uh, but uh, that's basically all I have for this. But, okay, next scene, scene two, uh, the email. The email. So a couple things I like here. One is... Uh, Kathleen's got a very rhythmic typing style. Uh, yeah, she's on a laptop. And it's a, a very, nice, you're nice seeing a demonstration of the, it's a very kind of bouncy. It's like a cat playing with its yes. prey as it's murdering it. Yes, it's a little like paw, kind of, you know, rhythmic pawing kind of typing style. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, both scenes, it should be said, are at night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's, it's, she's night typing. He is night replying. Be careful uh, with night typing. Absolutely, and this could be the same night. Could be to could be later. I in the think week. that's. I mean, the the wipe cut seems to imply like this is all happening in real time. I don't think that's true. Always because he's he is more drafted at that point. Sure. Uh, sure. Room. We see books. We can't really see what books they are. They're One of them old. is Roger's Thesaurus. No, that um, that's his boat scene. I'm talking about her. She's oh. old-fashioned books. Oh, oh, her books. Okay. She has sure. a big, a uh, huge drawing of Eloise in the back. Oh, nice. That's Classic. that's new. I, I guess I came from the bookstore. Her apartment is always being rearranged and redecorated. So it's, she's she's a work in progress. Not a huge surprise. Um, yeah. Okay. Anything else on her side? Not a whole lot. But she just you, asks, "Are you married?" Did you catch the subject of the email? Uh, I saw his his was called. Well, his was called an answer. Yeah, which I assume was in response to hers, which, which would have been called a asking question. Asking for an answer. No, I meant, 
I'm assuming hers was a question, and his reply is an answer. It's possible. Yeah. Because that's how you would, I mean, if you're going to ask that question cold, right? Yeah. You probably title that a question. That's a pretty fair title. I would call it pop in the queue. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yes. But, uh... It's, uh, I mean, okay, also, what is, I mean, part of this might be, too, the boundaries of, like, spousal etiquette. Mm. Uh, etiquette? Etiquette. Uh, like, that is a big controversy on the internet, uh, which is don't email my wife. You know, in general, is it wrong to email someone's spouse? No. <laughs> uh, I think in the 90s it was. Wow. And I think a lot of people, like boomers, still believe don't email my wife. So I think that's why she's assuming uh, so actually, so I realize there's actually multiple. We got multiple Joe Fox locations here. He's in the Fox box. His fo- he's got a Fox box location with a with a sleek black CRT monitor there. It's a beautiful setup. Oh yeah, he's got an architectural drawing on the table, which I'm sure he's not looking <laughs> he's at. He's digging no into. Yeah. No, he's just spending his day emailing Kathleen Kelly. <laughs> it's I mean it's a it's a nice CRT, beautiful black plastic, mm-hmm. nice curved black uh, keyboard it's it's sick. he's got a setup he's got a setup uh, okay that's basically all I got for for, for that I mean he got the main, the main thing too is she asks uh, and he gets offended well you know pretend fake offended it's all a game at this point which I'll get into later well I think the person I mean let's not be naive and pretend that like NY152 is a fiction NY152 is a persona NY152 NY152 is a persona which is in its own way like a reality like this is an aspect of Joe Fox I think he there is some sense in which like when he's angry he's really angry yeah, that's true. You yeah. are who you pretend to be. Yes. Uh, so, I, and, I mean, and this is this is part of this long game. I, what is Joe doing here? Joe is setting her up and then pulling the rug out. Why? What's the gambit? Uh, well, so again, and this gets to my my fan theory. Yeah, they're both in on it. We, yeah, your fan theory last week is that. They're in on it. The moment Kathleen hears him say something that she knows only NY152 knows or would say. (laughs) Which, actually, I went back. Episode 16 has the original theory that she knows it's him at the moment in Cafe Lalo. Do you remember the honeypot theory? Oh, interesting. No. The honeypot theory is that she says, I'll have a copy of Pride and Prejudice, but then she brings a different book, uh, Persuasion, and then he comes as Pride and Prejudice. So then she knows that she honeypot. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's and so, and so she's, she's got it. She does have a different book. Yeah. And and people think that's a production gaffe, but of course it's not. No, it's a honeypot. She knew since then. Yeah, so and so which, that's which, that's why she lets him into her apartment. <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 been a game deep. since Cafe Lalo. It's been yeah, exactly. Which wow. was such a deep theory that we both forgot about it. Yeah, listening. Was that my theory? Well, we 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 un- we, we, we un- peeled it. Okay, yeah. Un- this is a group effort. It know? was an onion theory. It's an onion theory. So okay, that's that's great. So that so then I'm even more. I, I mean my. So, so all the evidence I've been collecting in recent episodes is just compounding on top of that. Uh, yes, exactly. Okay. This is great. I feel like we're rebutting a common criticism of this movie, which is that, like, you know, he's... It's a common misconception that he knows more than she does. Yeah, and, and he's, he's like playing a, with her. a manipulative we, bad actor here. Yeah, yeah. where really yeah. she knows more than he does. She, know, she knew he, before he did. He doesn't know he's in 152. <laughs> 
It's like Memento. <laughs> he's gradually figuring out from context clues that the he's in one five two. The short term amnesia is all between the lines. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Okay, very I, good. I, mean, I think this is a, it's a valid theory that she knows that he knows in a way that he doesn't know that she knows. Uh, yeah, I think that's a very valid theory. Now that which, I remember the which Cafe I mean, like, I, yeah, I mean, situation. even if you don't take the literary, you know, like the like the literal sense of the, I take the literary sense. I, everything is literary. Uh, the the literal sense of like the honeypot. Mm-hmm. I think there is a kind of truth. She always knew in a thematic sense. So I think it all works, but also in a technical sense. Yes, uh, yes. The the clues are all there. You just have to find yeah. them. But if you're watching this in a naive way, it sounds like he's playing with her. One, just to have fun. It's a goofy prank. Two is uh, he's priming her. <laughs> Got a prime. Got a primer. Yeah. Yep. Uh, pickup artist work. Uh, okay. So scene three. Scene the third. They are at lunch. Uh, not any. Not any lunch. I, I would call this not lunch. Uh, brunch. I call, it, I call it seafood meal. Seafood meal. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So you, you don't really talk about meals in terms of the time of day they are. You talk about them in terms of like subject matter. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's it's a, it takes you out of time and place. Uh, in the in the script, big difference. They're outside eating. Uh, you know what they're eating in the script? Uh, yeah. The, well, well, they're eating calamari in the real in the movie. Yeah. So you know one thing, which is it's not calamari. Are they eating oysters in the script? It's not seafood. It's not seafood at all. Oh, interesting. But then I guess they once they realize they're going to be filming at Ocean Grill, you got to eat something seafood. Uh, that, uh, that it's possible the filming location developed it. Uh, what do you tell you? Yeah, nachos. That's a weird thing for people. That's a really weird. That's such an awkward thing to have people eating in your movie. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Wait didn't answer the question. Yes, he did. He did, he not. did too. He did. Ex- he nailed me. He knew exactly what I was after, which is just, by the way, exactly like him. He did not answer the question, did he? No. Maybe he's fat. He's fat. He's a fatty. I don't care about that. You don't care that he's so fat, he's one of these guys that has to be removed from his house by a crane. You don't care. That is very unlikely. That is completely ridiculous. So what's his handle? Uh. I'm not going to write him. Is that what you're worried about? You think I'm going to email him? All right, NY152. NY152, 152. He's 152 years old. He's had 152 moles removed, so now he's got 152 pock marks on his face. The number of people who think he looks like Clark Gable. 152 people who think he looks like a Clark Barr. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I even tell you about this? Okay, there we it's, go. It's witty. I'll say this, like, banter. I say there is, like, one of the deepest chasms of how not great the lines are and how much the charisma carries it because like it is an unusual structure we are near the end of the movie and effectively they're kind of having like a meet cute blossoming thing in yeah. the last like 10% of a movie right and it's a very unusual you structure you establish chemistry very quickly yeah i mean a normal love story is you establish chemistry early then they have fun, and there's kind of like people enjoying time together. And then something gets in the way. And then there's obstacles and overcome it. Mm-hmm. Whereas at or this, don't. Yeah. Whereas at this point, there is 
like a lot of obstacles, a lot of kind of meandering, a lot of other stuff, and then kind of some permanent obstacles that are set up for later. But mostly, now at this point, the obstacles are really fictitious. Everyone knows they can be lifted. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, let's just have fun together for, you know, five, ten minutes. Mm -hmm. that's a, and that's an unusual thing, because, I mean, people people like that about romantic comedies. Is it's like, oh, it's people just having fun. Yes. And, it, you know, how, how do they have fun? Uh, they eat seafood together they and do. banter. They do. Uh, one more point, too, is, like, the most important thread of the movie is, of course, the weight, the gravity of the Zing. And the, it's, and gravity is pr roughly, like, 1.0 Earth gravity? Yeah. 1.0 1. Yeah. G? No, I'm just saying the, the, the Zing. Yes. It's, the movie's the Zing, and what the is happening here? The movie is about here? a Zing. They're we not zinging anymore. No, they're zinging no. against NY152 together. Exactly. Oh, yeah, okay. So, okay, that's fair. So, Joe Well, no, no, but she's not... She's she's defending NY152. But she's defending it in a witty way. In, in a shirt. Sure. It's, 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 it's Zingland. Yes, they're both living in Zingland. Yeah, but like it's, it's interesting. He's sublimating his energies into zinging mm. a fictitious character slash himself. Sure. This is a really interesting resolution to what do you do when you are festering inside with the guilt of zinging others mm. using yourself. Sure. Something, you know? Yeah, that's uh, pretty good. Okay. Ocean Girl, what, what do you know about it? What about what? Ocean tell me, Grill. Tell me on Ocean Grill. Ocean Grill. Well, legendary seafood restaurant. Legendary. Legendary. Legendary seafood restaurant uh, in New York City um, on the west side somewhere. Um, <laughs> somewhere. Do you have the address? I had it. I don't. I didn't the write it down. You know what's near? I don't. No. I, I. Okay. I do now. It's it's on 384 Columbus Avenue, New York. It's on it Col was. Columbus and 78th. Sure. Right by uh, right by uh, a park, Central Park. Yeah, so this is the little. No, it's, no, a, it's a couple oh, blocks of Central Park. That little tiny. Out. This is the Natural History Museum. Oh. So actually, in this scene behind them, we are. It's kind of leafy; you can't see much. But that is the Natural History Museum block. Yeah. There right it is. Them. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, oh, and a hotel called the Excelsior. Oh, cool! Yeah. I love that place. Uh, okay. Cool. So, um. Yeah, uh, so so uh, uh, Ocean Grill closed in 2015. Do you have the date? Uh, December 21st-ish. Yeah, the previous Sunday. So yeah. I imagine, uh, are you getting this from the West Side Rag? Oh, yeah, that's the original reporting. Yeah. Everyone else just linked to the West Side Rag. Um, yeah, so they closed over well, the, issues. The original reporting is the is the primary source, which is the... The piece of paper. The piece posted. of paper they posted, yes. But yeah. Westside Rag acquired that. So Legendary Seafood Restaurant closes out of a dispute with their landlord. Closes suddenly. Closes suddenly because their landlord is renovating the apartments above the restaurant. Yeah, if you go through, do you go to Street View and look at this? No. So it was going strong, looked the same in, uh, in September 2015. Mm -hmm. Then... Uh, by the next date, which is which was May 2016, scaffolding everywhere. Oh and yeah, like like, like just completely blocking off the front of the building. Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, quote from uh, the director of operations, but the scaffolding just killed us. It's it was death by scaffolding. I mean, I, it is interesting that there is no like arbitration for people to say like, okay, what is the what is the pain of the scaffolding? Because here's the thing. 
when you're doing renovations, you need to modify stuff and it affects people. And how do you deal with this? You have to kind of like make it work, but also compensate people. Yep. This is like, I mean, this is a big problem like San Jose right now. They're like extending BART, but they don't want to do more uh, efficient, cheap cut and cover because it's going to hurt businesses. So they're instead like doing deep bore drilling and having giant staircases. It's like, I mean, we're going to be living this for years. How about you just pay off the businesses now, pay them to kind of hibernate. Like, you, you're going to affect people. You know, mm -hmm. we live in a society. Uh, but in this case, so there's a couple things they did here. One is there's a bunch of scaffolding on the front. Two yeah. is they put the construction lift right in front of the entrance to the restaurant. It's really interesting. Looking at this in, like, 2016, which is after it closed... It still says Ocean Grill. And, like, Ocean Grill, Ocean Grill, like, one, did it try to reopen afterwards? Or did two, was this left in, like, December, and then it was just, like, up for the rest of the year? Oh, I think they left it while it was. Because I think the photo that I'm seeing in the West Side rag is after they closed, because that's when they would have gone by to take it. Yeah, it's just weird. Like, why would you not cover up the Ocean Grill sign? Well, this was, I think, right, right after. Like, no, I'm the talking about, but later in May. Oh, in oh, May, sure. It was still up. Eh, I mean, stuff. why? What's the incentive to at that point? If you're the building owner, I would say the customers have incentive because they're 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 angry. The if I went to a restaurant because the signs were there and it was closed, sure, I would I was deface. You it. would just deface the sign, okay? Yeah. Well, uh, but the key thing is the nice outdoor seating area, which Joe and Kathleen took advantage of, is just you know completely uh, blocked off and you know does, doesn't doesn't even seem to exist in this. Uh, I think maybe it's in there under the scaffolding, but it's hard to tell. Yeah, I mean, one thing that should be said is I, I mean, I think it's important to do scaffolding to actually renovate stuff in important ways when it's part of like productive stuff. This isn't really productive. They're taking rental apartments and turning them into ownership condos, condo conversion. I mean, honestly, I'm just completely opposed to that. So, like, to me, uh, you know, just it's just a bummer all around. You know, mm -hmm. nothing, nothing good happened here. Well, we lost a seafood restaurant, and we lost rental apartments. And rental apartments. Uh, Brown refers to the scaffolding erected as part of a condo conversion of the Evelyn rental apartments, a project Attorney General Eric Schneiderman found in violation of the Martin Act, and required his developers to pay 1.253 million in restitution back in June. And what's the Martin Act? Uh, well, it's glad you asked. Uh, the Martin Act is a New York State, you know, thing about, I think, about condo conversion. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, there I think go. I think it's it's basically a, a demo protection thing. It sounds like illegal evictions. The Martin Act, New York's Blue Sky Law, protects apartment purchasers and tenants in buildings that are converted to co-ops or condominiums. Tenants can exclusive right to buy their units, and in most cases cannot be evicted purely because the building is being converted. So it sounds like uh, wow. So, but you know, so if they didn't do that. It's like, well, maybe Copa. Okay, here's here's money. Uh, I'm sure the 1.235 million bankrupted the company. You know, I'm sure they they never recovered. Uh, but that's that's the story of the Ocean Grill. Looks like a nice place. Once upon a time. Yeah. Any other thoughts on it? Uh, nope, that's it. Calamari. How do you feel about calamari? Well, so, uh, I'd, fine, although they have a really large quantity of it. I don't think I'd want to eat that much calamari. I think of it more as like an appetizer. But they've just got this gigantic plate of calamari. Um, and they're washing it down with? Uh, with iced tea, it looks like. It lo it's certainly a brown, uncarbonated beverage. Iced so, tea. I iced mean, that's is, is pretty the... likely iced tea. Yeah, unless 
it's possible it could be Your coke that's decarbonated. Decarbonated coke. There's a good theory, yes. Yeah. Uh, what I like even more, though, is the guy behind them. Keep an eye out here. Guy behind them eating oysters and yeah. just loading them up with condiments. He's going nuts. Oh, this guy, he takes one oyster. He's just shoveling. Oh, here he goes. He's starting it now. Yep, there's some. There's some. He's going to go for a little more in a little bit here. Um, there we go. Just pop, cool yep, put more of that, that on there. Oh, just just keep loading that on there. Uh, Do you think that guy is like, he's doing shot for shot. He never eats it. He, he just, just keeps covering. putting condiments on it. Yeah. So at the end, it's just a pile of condiments. <laughs> or I wonder if in between shots, he has to take the condiments and put them back in the... But there's like an aide who comes in and takes the condiments off the oysters. <laughs> no, I think he probably has to transport them back into the tub and then take them back from the tub. I'm not sure. Yeah. It's uh, it's definitely he's he's spending a lot more time shoveling condiments than he is eating, as far as I can tell here. Yeah. Oh, there he's chewing. Uh, sort of. I don't know that he's actually chewing there. Extra, I think extras he's, know how to chew. They that's fake a chew. that's a fake chew. Yeah. 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 Oh, he's putting some lemon on it now. And I believe on the other lemon. side. Watch the lemon. I see the lemon. I believe on the other side, this couple is also eating oysters because I see you can't really see it, but there's a similar shaped tray. I mean, oysters are what they were known for, as far as I can tell. I was. They were known for the calamari in my book, as I, famously featured in the movie. And you've got mail, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, but uh, a news break for me. This maybe should have been news. Mm -hmm. uh, I am. Uh, I I am exploring uh, the possibility of trying to be an extra in a movie. Whoa! Film, filming in Cincinnati in the in the next couple weeks. Okay. All right. Uh, so I'm hoping Let's, I get there. Do you know the movie? Uh, it's. Called like Blood and something. It's it's by Blood, the Blood in Cincinnati. It's it's by the director of Call Me by Your Name, mm. also featuring Timothy Chalamet and Chloe Chavidi. Okay. Uh, and uh, I'm hoping I'm gonna go there and say I want to be an extra, but put me in a scene where I'm eating because I want you know it's, I I want that free grub. Uh, but uh, I'll get updates forthcoming when. when, when Very I'm good. Okay. All right. Um, and let's see. So then we, we can talk about their conversation. Oh, do we? Yeah, we can. We can okay. talk about that too. No, let's not. Okay. Uh, they okay. What do they? They talk about so um uh so it starts. This whole thing kicks off with he says, "What's his handle?" Right, and that kicks off this whole you know now zinging toward NY one five two. That's not true. It starts with him responding to the email saying he evaded your question. No, no, no. I, I mean, yes, but the I mean, I'm not saying the scene starts with that. I'm saying what we're about to get into, which is the zinging. Okay. Starts with him asking, what's his handle? Yeah. Classic CB talk. Classic. Well, so that was my question. Was handle was handle a commonly used term at the time? I th I mean, not for email, but for a account like AOL. I would say an AOL handle, yes. AOL would, username? That's also true, but I, I'd say handle is at least pretty common. I mean, I, I know what handle means, but, like, was that a commonly used term is more my I think question. it was, I, I think yes, and it was more common in Web 1.0. Sure. Okay. And, I, and the question, was it common for AOL? I think so. I think it was AOL username. I think though. that is true. I think username is what they used in their in their own material, at least. So hmm. interesting. It's interesting. It's that's no other word for it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Wow. Should we get into the 152 things? Yes. Let's list all 152. I have them here. Okay. Let's talk. About all right. So so his handles NY152. So what could 152 be? But, but only mean? in this scene. 
I've got them. I've got the full list from all scenes. Okay, including I, the next scene of yes. Frostmark. I mean, okay, let's, let's just tackle it. that together because sure, we, we're sure, talking sure, about all this sure, one here. Sure, sure. Okay, sure. <clears throat> he's 152 years old. Age. Actually, you know what? I'm going to read these out. You give them a letter grade in terms of level of funniness. Also, it, let me tell you one thing. Yeah. There are more and different ones in the script. Great. Okay, we can grade those after. Okay. Let's start with the ones in the movie. You're going to give them a letter grade. We're going to rapid fire here. Ready? Well, what's the, what's the criteria? Uh, a plus would be like one of the best lines in film, in comedy film. Well, is it about like funniness or devastatingness? Um, both. You can give two scores if you like. One for <laughs> okay. funniness and one for devastatingness. Okay. Okay. Ready? Uh, and then for her, it's negative devastatingness, which yes. is the anti zing Yes. Okay. And still funniness. Oh, well, of course. Yes. Okay. Ready? Yeah. He's 152 years old. Don't you know me at all? I, it comes quickly. It comes like out of the gate strong. I'd say for funniness, solid B minus. Sure. For devastatingness, okay. It's it's a little offhand. I call it like a C minus. Okay. Okay. 152 moles removed slash pockmarks from the mo- removed moles. I would I I mean, I don't really find it funny funny, but I would call that it's has specificity. It's kind of at least interesting. I call it a B. Generous. Gen- B for funny. I would generous. Call, I would call it okay. a B plus for devastatingness. Well, for devastatingness, sure. B seems generous for funny. Okay. Uh, 152. <laughs> it's, 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 it's specific. I would say if you're specific enough, I'll usually consider that. Okay, it's at least interesting. 152 people think he looks like Clark Gable. I would call that a... Uh, I would call that like a D plus as far as funny. And I'd say as far as like... I feel like you're being very harsh on Kathleen here. It's not that... I mean, and very generous on Joe Fox. I just think it's kind of weird. It's more of a weird line. For weirdness, I call it like a, a B plus. Okay. All right. Uh, but D plus is funniness. And as far as like d- devastatingness, it's like it's weird because I, I don't think Clark Gable, like in, he was like the like uh, sex star as far as male actors of the 30s mm. but like really by the 90s like he's more I think more considered kind of just like a weird old guy you know sure uh, so I would say that's kind of weirdly specific I would call that like a C minus as far as devastatingness anti okay um, yep um, 152 people think he looks like a Clark bar <laughs> I I mean it's I would call that I got to call that a D for funny. I had to look this up. I've never heard of a Clark bar before. Really? I've never, never heard of a Clark bar. A Clark bar is pretty big. It's like a hundred grand kind of mm. level of fame. Yeah. Uh, I would call it as far as devastatingness, like a D minus. Like it's, 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 sure. it's only funny. It's not particularly effective. I call it an F. It's an F. It's, it's an F. Yeah, it's not. It's, he's, it's a bad line. He sells it mostly because he cracks up. It like he carries it. It's not good. I would not steal this line and do it yourself. I've already stolen the line. Uh, uh, note two, the last two, the Clark Gable, Clark Bar, mm. not in the script. So those okay. are movie, movie specific. Movie, movie magic. Uh, okay. Uh, 152 stitches from a nose job. Uh, D and... D and D minus. Sure, that's fair. 152 souvenir shot glasses. I would call that. 
I would call it a a, a B plus and actually an A. That's good. I th- yeah, I mean, well, this seems this is it devastating that someone has 152 souvenir shot glasses. It's a good burn. It's a good burn. <laughs> it's good. it's very good. I like that. All right, it is the first one of these that actually seems realistic. I mean, all the rest of these seem impossible. Like, you wouldn't have 152 stitches for a nose job. It also is like, if you do, so what? Yeah, you and you wouldn't know how many people think he looks like someone. 152 moles is also too excessive. No one is 152 years old. So this is the first one of these that's actually realistic, is 152 souvenir shot glass also, I, I don't really consider moles to be connected with, with uh, pockmarks removal. I think pockmarks is more like a severe acne thing. Well, he's saying there's the pockmarks after, like the moles were removed for medical reasons or sure. something. Sure, I guess I'd never... And so then there's pockmarks left behind. Is that, is that a thing? Okay, I didn't know that. Okay. Can be. All right. Um, I'd rather just keep the moles. Then we have his address. Uh, that's a bit prosaic. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'd say F for funny. It's not funny at all. Sure. Uh, for devastatingness, obviously an A+. It devastated him. Absolutely devastating. Yeah. 152 felony indictments. Uh, c-, c minus for devastating, and I call like a C plus for for. I mean, sorry for C minus for funny, C plus for devastating. This okay. One hundred fifty two insights into Kathleen's soul. Uh, another F for funny, but I call that a, I would call that like a like a B plus for. Uh, actually, the way she the way she kind of frames it, I would call that actually a D plus for funny because she kind of it's. She does. She, she, she sells the, the, the line rhythm, as well. Yeah, the yeah. Rhythm, it's a bad line. But the, insights the, into my soul. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's kind of fun. It's kind it's of fun. fun. It's it's not a great line, but it's sold well. Which is, is that's two more things. Oh, uh, a devastating. Well. Uh, I would. I'd have to call it like a like an A minus. It's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, pretty, that builds you up. That's a nice thing to say. Uh, all right. Let's listen through them all again, and you can be the judge for yourself at home. You want me to crank it up? Exactly yeah. Exactly what I was after, which is just, by the way, exactly like him. He did not answer the question, did he? No. And we'll hear in the next scene too. Yeah. Maybe let's just let's roll through. He's yeah. Fat. He's fat. He's a fatty. I don't care about that. You don't care that he's so fat. He's one of these guys that has to be removed from his house by a crane. You don't care. That is very unlikely. That is completely ridiculous. So what's his handle? Uh. I'm not going to write him. Is that what you're worried about? You think I'm going to email him? All right, NY152. NY152, 152. He's 152 years old. He's had 152 moles removed, so now he's got 152 pock marks on his face. The number of people... Who think he looks like Clark Gable? 152 people who think he looks like a Clark Barr. <laughs> kind of funny. Funny. Why did I even it's tell funny. you? 152 this? stitches from his nose job. The number of his souvenir shot glasses <laughs> that he's collected. No. The, the in number. His the number. His address. No, no, he would never do anything that prosaic. Well, the only thing I really care about is the, well, aside from the marriage thing and yeah. the, well, the jail thing. Of course. Is the, uh, uh, the boat thing. What boat thing? I could never be with someone who had a boat. I 
have a boat. Oh. Which clinches it. We'll never be together. How many? Three. Allow me. Thank you. I can never be with someone who likes Joni Mitchell. It's Cloud's illusions, I recall. I really don't know Clouds at all. What does that mean? Is she a pilot? Is she taking flying lessons? It must be a metaphor for something, but I don't know what it is. Okay. Also, this song. It's, it's, you know, it's New York rag. Westside rag, baby. Yep, Westside rag. Uh, okay, well, uh, your more thoughts are when you get to Us, the... A very fluid farmer's market experience, right? Where there, I mean, there's no there's no verbal communication required with any of the vendors. Yeah, it's, Everything it's, like, is it's just, like Amazon stores. It's, it's like you're just being sort of handed goods and they, and they pay money to people. And it's just like this flowing organism of a farmer's market where they it's just... invisible hand of the market. Where they, where they just end up getting this, getting a mango... Of uh, of uh, pretzels, a flower collection bundle thing, um, an, and a pineapple, and an apple, yeah. all while kind of again fluidly exchanging cash while talking. It's very uh, they're pros. It's yeah, it's quite the uh, quite the experience. Yeah. Okay. What do you? Um, I have some others. Well, oh, you have some, oh from the script. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, and you rate them. I will rate them. Okay. So the thing, uh, one earlier one, this is the second one. This is after age, but before moles. Before beauty? Before moles. Uh, okay. It's, he has 152 hairs remaining on his head. That's pretty good. That I'm going to say that's a, that's a, um, that's a, that's a, um, I'm going to say B plus funny. Okay. Um, I'm going to go, um. Uh, be devastating. I okay. mean, baldness is not that big of a deal, but it's a very like, big deal. Okay, all right. Uh, next, the flip forward to the farmers market. This is essentially find a replace. Nothing you said was in the script, and nothing in the script made it into the movie. Okay. Uh, and you be the judge of that. Number one, Joe, his combined college board scores. Oof, jeez, really bad. Um, F funny. <laughs> Um, uh, I don't know. D devastating. I mean, it like. The... Also, what is up? Like, so college board scores means SAT scores. Is is that like a? Is that like a? a well, a... college college board is the company that runs the SAT and the PSAT. I is this think something that like Nora Ephron's age. Like they said this back in the sixties. I don't think so. I I, th- I think maybe. Six, I think it's a generation gap. If you're like. Mm. If you're born in they talk in the about 40s, your college board score instead of your SAT score. I think starting in the 80s, people start in the SAT score. I mean, SAT 100, 152 SAT score. That would be mildly funny because at least that's like a thing people have a point of reference on. Yeah, I think the reference is so weird and clunky it ruins it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Kathleen responds, his IQ. Uh okay uh yeah that's uh that's like a you know um C plus funny okay uh, let's go B minus B minus funny mm, wow kind of I mean it's okay. you know it, thinking about numbers that one fifty two is a reference for you know IQ is not not terrible yeah um okay and then um 
devastate anti-devastation um we'll go with an a on that i think that's okay. a pretty good anti-devastation it's like a that's uh that seems a like solid, a better counter than yeah. some of these ones she's coming up with i mean 102 people think he looks like clark gable oh that does set him up for the clark bar which is kind of great funny. line great line. great line but like yeah i mean that's a good counter it's like no is uh 102 maybe well, it's, it's his pretty, iq it's pretty Although, good too because they're both scores like iq intelligence adjacent SAT and IQ, so it's a good pairing because it's in the same field. That's right. Although at the same time, <laughs> how how just unpleasant of a person would you have to be to make your internet handle <laughs> be the city you live in plus your IQ? <laughs> That'd be so cool. That'd be so cool. <laughs> I'm actually going to downgrade her anti uh, her a- well, anti devastation. Kind of it's it's like if you're complimenting some. I mean, IQ I'll go Joe. B B instead of sure. A on the anti devastation. Yeah. All right. Uh, next line, Joe. The number of women he slept with. Um, he's a man slut, in other words. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Um. I don't like a. Uh, C plus, I guess, in terms of funny. Um, it's pretty obvious. Um, okay, that's, that's generous. And then a um, we'll go with like a an F in terms of devastation because it seems like it's actually a compliment. <laughs> well, it kind of means that it, it, it's more of a burn on like her that she could have been with someone who's using her. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, he can't stop singing. Uh, next line, uh, Kathleen. The number of times he's seen The Godfather. Oh, that's good. That's good. Wait, that was that's coming from him or from her? From her. From her. That's funny. Because uh, that's even that's getting at the she's now just ribbing him directly. This is a zing at Joe. Uh, and then oh, he responds. This is good. He responds. That's the first good thing I've heard about him. <laughs> I, I think that's, I, that that should, should have been left in. That should have been left in. That one should have been left in. Yeah, I, th- I think, and it would have been left a good. Like you get Godfather drops throughout the movie. Yeah, I think, I think it's a, it's it's unfortunate you did not see that. That one should have been left in. Okay, we'll give that a double A right there. Hell yeah, yeah. And actually, I, I misstated the the one thing that was shared was the address. The address was in the script. Okay, there you go. Uh, we still need to wrap up the the uh, Ocean Grill. Ocean Grill. Anything else the, there? Well, uh, sorry, I do have he's, one he's a fatty. What? He's a fatty. He's a fatty. That's right. Or, yeah, so fat that he has to be uh, crane lifted out of his apartment or something like that. Yeah. I'll say all these lines, it's interesting. More than most of the parts of the script molded and kind of changed. Like the Well, action. this is a very no, character. It, yeah, exactly. Uh, it, character charisma driven scene. It is not a surprise they would have let the actors kind of run with it on the set. Right. Yeah, exactly. The actual line in this is uh, he didn't exactly answer. Did he? Did he? Kathleen, no. Joe, maybe he's fat. Kathleen, I don't care about that. Joe, you don't care that he might be one of those guys who's so fat he has to be removed from his house with a crane. Kathleen, it's very unlikely. Like, nothing about laughing or anything. And, like, the, there's no, like, the, the small... The way she says that's very unlikely is great. Yeah. The, the micro yeah. riffs are not, like, the micro, like, yeah, they're not, they're not there. And I think that it really kind of deflates the, like, it, yeah, it's, they... I gotta hand them again and again of really elevating uh, material. They're so. extremely talented actors, uh, especially apparently. in a romantic comedy context. Apparently, yeah, <laughs> people are people are saying that. I'm I'm, I'm starting to realize uh, that's all I got for the Ocean Girl scene. I well, so on the one five two, I did I did have like a. Um, oh, do you have other theories? One five two might stand for. Uh, fan theories. Fan theories for one five. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Here's here's what I thought on on one five two. 
um, is I thought we might, between the two of us... Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, this is Kids Issue, Stanford 9.1 FM. Come up with our own 152 zings. Oh, that's very stressful. <laughs> okay. So, so the question is basically, can we come up with anything better? Well, th- there's two roles here, right? Like, there's yeah. good and bad. There's, there's it, I'm also good... clear my brain. I'm not even trying to prepare. I'm, I'm zoning out. I'm trying to get... Yeah, no. Uh, okay, so so I intentionally I came up with this exercise. I intentionally have not thought about it at all. I continue to not think about it at all. I, I'm, I, will I have never not, think about my anything. mind has not spent any mental cycles thinking about zings here. Sure. Okay. 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 Yeah. Clear your mind completely. It's clear. Okay. So, are we what, all? Are we both negative, or what's going on here? I think we're both. We, I think we both have to be negative. There's I too many so. positive things to be 152. There's only so many. Negative. So many. Yeah. 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 Okay. So. I'll start out with an obvious one. Just came to mind. Yeah. 152. Maybe that's the number of dollars in his bank account. Oh! That's oh! A, that's pretty good, right? Yeah. Uh, All right. 152. Maybe it's the number of, uh, of of parking citations he has on his, <laughs> on his car. Okay. Yeah. 152. Maybe that's the number of square feet in his apartment. That's that's pretty big. That's what okay. I thought. All right. Maybe that one's not so successful with the present audience. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. It, it works. Uh, 152. Maybe it's the number of... of Weeks he has to live. <laughs> very, it's very term, grim. Term, terminal disease. One fifty-two. Maybe <laughs> it's very bold to me that you're. So at this point, that'd be talking, uh, taking down even more. One fifty-two. Maybe that is the number of donuts he eats in a day. Oh, ouch. Uh, and why one fifty-two? I would say that's the number of uh, of council members he believes that are in, in in New York, which is incorrect. <laughs> yours, are, yours are going going off a cliff here. I think they're good. Okay. Uh, uh, one five two. Maybe that's the number of um, cats he has. Oh, okay. That's yeah, that's a classic loser kind of thing. Like, what's what's more classic losers? Uh, he's you know, NY one five two. Maybe the NY stands for <laughs> not New York, uh, but like, well, what, what else does it stand uh, for? Not. Not, not yet, baby. Not young. Not young. <laughs> uh, my my. I think my brain is so clear. I can't. I can't think of anything else. I think he just destroyed me. I'm not a zinger. I'm a lover. All right, and that has been. We come up with our own one five two insults. I, I spend my energies mm-hmm. analyzing, not, sure, not sure. tearing people down. I did well. Look, I I just came up with the exercise. I didn't. I yeah. it's not. I had not pre prepared anything there. So. Very good. Just to be clear. All right. Uh, yeah, let's move on to Statue Park. We even talked about the farmer's market. Oh, well, we talked briefly about it. There's, it's very fluid. It's very fluid. Uh, but do you know where this is? Uh, no. Uh, this is in Verde Square. Oh. Yeah. I see. So you know Verde Square? I do now. Well, where is Verde Square? Uh, near Central Park. Uh, <laughs> everything is kind of near Central Park. That's why I guessed it. <laughs> uh, look up on a map, just while you're at it. Ver- Verity Square. Verity Square. Verity Square, New York. Yeah. Okay. Verity, Verity, Verity Square. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, it's a little park in there. It's a park in the park. Park in the park. Not a big park. Um, it's it's on. It's on Broadway. Yeah, we've talked about this wow. in episode one of the show. Just like Hamilton. We saw this 
we saw this in the cyber world in episode one. Oh, okay. We went down the road. We went down Broadway, if I remember sure. right. Sure. And we passed Verdi Square and got a good look at it. Uh, and we were talking about this. Verdi Square, also known uh, back in the uh, 60s and 70s as Needle Park because people mm. would shoot up there. Oh, no. Oh, yes. It's not very big park. Uh, yeah. Where, where's anyone getting the privacy to do that? Uh, there's a there's the uh, movie uh, Panic at Needle Park, Ooh, okay. uh, which uh, which uh, I think is worth screening to kind of understand it better. Uh, um, do you know what Do you know what uh, bisects the middle of Verity Square? Uh, it's the Verity Path. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, so, where in the setup is the farmers market held in in the in the layout of the park? Describe the park. Describe. Oh, the, the farmers market is in the park. Yes. This is not a very large park. This park has enough space in it for a farmer's market? Uh, well, I, I have more detail, uh, do you, but you first. Uh, I mean, there's there's like a tree-lined area. I'm looking at satellite imagery now. There's like a tree-lined area. There's what looks like a building of some... But I think that's just the subway station. There's a building. I'm guessing that's just the entrance to the subway station. So let me tell you this. You ready for something? Sure. Uh, you see there is the the building inside the park... And you, yeah. go, you go south across the street. Do you see not the other other building? Yeah. Those are both. Uh, those are both roadhouses. Those are entrances to the subway. Sure. Uh, the Called one, it. The one on the south is the classic subway station. Uh-huh. And then the 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 house on the north is the ADA accessible wow. one that was built uh, rather uh, rather late. And in fact. The uh, Northern Station House. Let's see. When did it open exactly? Uh, 1998 set a renovation. February 1999 request for proposals. So I believe between... And then work on the project was slated to begin March 2000. Uh, it uh, with completion date 2003 originally. Wow. Okay. It, it, yeah, well, so. why didn't they then turn the other station back into a park? Well, so the North Station didn't exist. That no, no, is, I know. But once is, they built the North Station, why didn't they take the area of that it, the South Station is currently occupying and turn that into another little mini park? It's possible. I think it's a nice old building that people enjoy because you can mm. see in the background if you actually see weather walking down. Oh, or look up, nice. Look up seventy second. I'm just saying, we lost a farmer's market here. 72nd Street Station. Look it up, up the Wikipedia okay. article, and you can see the southern you know, house. Uh, let me read you an article right now. This is from May 21st, 2000. Neighborhood Report, Upper West Side, Update. A summer bereft of farmers and zinnias in Verde Square. Oh, no. Bernadette and Walter Kowalski came from different worlds. She sold mushrooms, and he sold flowers. But they met at an open-air market in New York seven years ago, and Bernadette gave up fungus for a bouquet. So in this case, it is a flowers market. Every Saturday morning last summer, the couple rose at 3 a.m., loaded their truck, and drove from Catskill, New York, down to a farm to Broadway and 72nd Street. At 7 a.m., they set up their flower cart at the Verde Square Green Market, where they sold 17 varieties of sunflowers, zinnias, eucalyptus, and lavender. But they and many farmers like them will not be back this summer. The four-year-old Green Market... This is in 2000. So this didn't exist before 1996. Hmm. The four-year-old green market did not open as is scheduled in April because of traffic congestion caused by the renovation of the 72nd Street subway station, and it will not open this summer. The change is affecting up to two dozen farmers and the 25 to 5,000 people who visited the market on a typical Saturday. 
So uh, Green Market is trying to relocate the Verde Square markets, but has has found new locations with only about half those displaced. Oh no! Okay. Uh, so I actually I think I think if the there is like I think the green like the market they have now is south on uh, it's south on. I've closed my map. Do I need yeah, to reopen sure, it? Yeah, sure. I mean, if you look up Farmers Market in uh, in uh, on the map, it'll tell you where it is, and it's at a different park down in it's the tucker square green market and this is actually not a green park but it's it, it's very small it's oh i see it yeah okay richard I mean, tucker that's, that's park two subway stops park south honoring an opera luminary i'm not about verdi yeah so uh, uh okay so, so two yeah two stops although that one isn't oh no uh no it isn't that one is not on a oh no it is lincoln center mta stop okay so just in general it sounds like the capacity did decrease it sounds like yeah, they, they said like based upon that, uh, they said two dozen, two dozen farmers. I don't think of it two dozen in that little spot. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. Uh. You know that. I mean, it's a trade-off, right? Everything is a trade-off. Yeah. Everything is a trade-off. You know, space usage. It's a trade-off. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, anything else on the farmers market? No, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to move on. Okay. So now they go to the square. Which is funny. I, I would have guessed those two locations, but they really literally just walked around the corner. Yeah, that's fun, though. It's nice to have a sense of place. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, this is where... And so now they're on the bench chatting. She drops a bombshell. Oh? She's writing. She's writing again. That's right, yes. Um, Which I think is good. Like Before, she was just kind of like marking up books. Yeah. No, now she's, she's writing a novel. This yeah, could be big. Is it, is it a novel or is it a children's book? Uh, oh, uh, children. I mean, she's writing. Children's Okay, children's book. I'll revise. Yeah, I guess she didn't say novel. I just assume novel. That's what people write. <laughs> That's what children's book you know, store owners usually write when they... Yeah, exactly. Novels. Yeah, novels. Well, she likes, you know, she likes novels. She likes reading them. She likes novel tea. She does. And tea. And novel. That's true. We saw them. Tea. Confirmed. Uh, okay. So. Oh, yeah. So they walk around to the bench. They sit down on the bench. This is where, again, I mean, we get more evidence that she is totally in on this. Right? So earlier we had her ribbing him on the, you know, his address. That would be so prosaic. Right? Yeah. It, it is weird. Okay. So here's also a thing. Mm -hmm. uh, who is the master leaseholder of 152 Riverside? I don't know because I mean he lived with Patricia Eaton. Oh sure, and yeah. when and when they he's using fun. her address in his in and his he, uh, like, handle, he, he moved out. Yeah, is she still living there? I assume so. So now he's got her address on his handle. It's kind of weird. Like I think it's, it's weird to so directly. Uh, I mean, he just needed some random numbers, right? It's not like he's particularly attached to one five two. He just needed three numbers he could throw into. I would say, know, like, if anything, put your childhood address in. It. Or something like yeah, it's kind of weird. Sure. Like, let me put my current address. I mean, it's like, yeah, what's what number is is top of mind for me, right? Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a bit. I mean, but do you think? Do you think they? One, there's two. Like Patricia Eden's leaseholder. Hmm. Two is he's leaseholder. Three is they had a shared capacity hmm. as leaseholder. Like, well, what what do you what do you think is the case? Uh, I think Patricia is the leaseholder. Given, I mean, just like. The fact that he moved out 
that quickly. I'll look at the back. See the background And there was right no now? discussion about it. Okay, yeah. That's a building. That's the... Oh, beautiful building. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. You see it right there. Nice roadhouse. Very nice roadhouse. Uh, is it roadhouse? Is that the name? I, mean, I might be saying that wrong. <laughs> I call it a roadhouse. It's on the road. Uh, no, it's not. A roadhouse would be where they store train cars. Eh, whatever. Um... Yeah. All right, uh, let's see. So, yeah, they're going to go sit on a bench, which is cool. Um, very cool. And they can, like, ride under Verdi. You can see well, Verdi, the man himself. And then we get this the boat discussion, too. I have a talk- boat. Oh, yeah, he's a boat. Oh. Which clinches it. We'll never be together. A lot, lot, of, lot of scenes to talk about. Three. Allow me. Thank you. And then he I can burns your back. someone who likes Joni Mitchell. It's Cloud's illusions, I recall. I really don't know Cloud's at all. What does that mean? Is she a pilot? Is she taking flying lessons? It must be a metaphor for something, but I don't know what it is. So this is fun. They, they're... So how's your book coming? Well, there's this children's book editor I know from this store, and she's book. excited okay. to read it when I'm finished. Yeah? Who would ever have thought that I would write? I mean, if I hadn't had all this time... Huh? You know what? What? The truth is that he was the one who started me thinking about writing. Mr. 152 felony indictment. <laughs> Mr. 152 insights into my soul. Oh, well, well yeah. Oh, no competing with that. Oh, I keep on bumping into you. Yeah. See the building in the back right now? Shh. He's going to ask Mango's ripe. I think it is. Hey, you want to bump into me on, say, Saturday around lunchtime? Yeah. Over there? Good. See, there's him asking her out. I know. I think that's what it is. They're just saying. Meeting. No, that's the whole thing. The whole thing here is they're 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 engaging in a romantic relationship without declaring it because it's a funny joke between the two of them. They have they have a standard. They're they're farmers market buddies. They're farmers market buddies. Yeah. They meet every Saturday for the Saturday farmers market. Yes. Yeah. Um, do, do you see? Uh, do you see the building in the background on the other I did, side of Verdi Square? Behind Verdi. Yeah. Do you see? What, you know what that building is? Uh, the Natural History Museum. No. Oh. Right now, it is the Apple Bank. It has oh. A big Apple on it. Apple Bank, which I imagine is inspired by herding an apple in front of the bank. And then oh, they, sure. They yeah, not at all by the fact that the city is called the Big Apple. I, I think it's it's a, it's a reference to the movie. And well, have- so is, is it interesting? So she's got this healthy apple, right? Yeah. She's kind of nibbling at it. Meanwhile, Joe Fox is just, six. is just chowing down on these pretzels, like practically choking on them. Yeah. He's just got his just mouth and throat and everything is just full of pretzel. It's great. Yeah. He can barely talk through it. Uh, is that like, you know, this is sort of Joe with the, you know, unhealthy uh, habits, Kathleen with the healthy habits? I don't know. Okay. All right. Uh, okay, let's talk about the let's talk about the zing about the boat and then Joni yeah. Mitchell. So right, so so uh, she says I could never be with someone who has a boat, which is our like that's in a cut scene earlier where she talks about boats also. Yes. Like this is but, so how does she know he has a boat? She knows he has a boat through don't you know me well, okay either subconsciously she knows he has a boat but I don't think it's public knowledge I mean the thing is she's just earnestly saying she does not like she's not 
In the script, she was saying it well before she knows anybody. This was right before you saw him first on the boat. Oh. It's a thing that he, like, it's a thing she hates. Huh. Okay. Interesting. A lot of people hate boat people. Like, it's, it's, this is not, this is not unusual. Okay. All right. Yeah. And then he zings back with Joni Mitchell. Does he know she's into Joni Mitchell? Yeah. Remember the scene where she was trimming the tree and she says, oh, I was, you know, listening to Joni Mitchell and, you know, we yeah, being my that's mother. Right. That's right. And he's okay. like, it's like, oh, I know she has a strong emotional attachment to Joni Mitchell yeah. and her dead mother. I'm going to zing her back with that. Back. Yeah, but they're zinging in a, it, this is a collaborative zinging now. They are both, they've, they've both gone in on this whole, you know, uh, charade together and charade together. And uh, they are both, um, you know, they're they're both contributing to the sort of absurdity of it, which is fun. Uh, the line originally is, "It's coming on Christmas. They're cutting down trees. Do you know that Joni Mitchell song? I wish I had a river I could skate away on. Such a sad song, and not really about Christmas. But I was thinking about it tonight as decorating a Christmas tree, unwrapping funky ornaments, it's coming and missing on Christmas." And they're cutting my down mother. trees. <laughs> well, the one about the river. Uh, and, and missing my mother so much I couldn't breathe. Uh, so, oh. like, it's a very, like, and then, and then I'm he... I'm missing my mother so much. Yeah. I can't even breathe. Uh, in the script here... Oh, sorry, so, so he says in the line, I can never be with someone who likes Joni Mitchell. It's uh-huh. cloud illusions. I recall I really don't know clouds at all. Uh, these are opening lines to both sides now. Uh, popularized. I mean, she, Joni Mitchell wrote it and performed it, but it was the the hit version was sung by Judy Collins. Big hit in the late '60s. Uh, in the script, uh, the line is, "I could never be with anyone who likes Joni Mitchell." Uh, and then uh, direction, singing, imitating Joni. It's Clouds Illusions, I recall. Oh. I don't really know Clouds at all. Oh, that would have been good. It would not have been good. Oh, was, that would have been good. I trust Tom Hanks here. Tom Hanks couldn't pull that off. I would say this reminds me more of just kind of their email, like, riffs. Just a, like, that's, that's, that's bad observational comedy type stuff. Of just sure. like, you quote a, a song lyric and say, what does that mean? There, I mean, whatever. You know, he's not a comedic genius. You know, he's just a guy. Joe Fox. He runs a bookstore. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Let's see. Um, Oh, and then they go. So are are we done with with park scene or is anything else in park scene? Because then we're going to hot dog scene. Uh, Well, one more thing we're talking about in the farmer's market is, well, outside of... uh, Outside of the Marriott thing and the jail thing is the boat thing. Is that like currently in jail or just like if he like oh. if he's if he's a reformed convict? No, I think that's like if he's currently in jail or he's married, then I'm out. And if he has a boat, I'm out. I mean, later she says felony indictments, but she says the jail thing before that. I mean, this might actually be a uh, a line that was cut one more thing from the script uh, which this is back in the fatty scene he says why would he put it off it's, and then uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Joe says he could be waiting till he's paroled and then Kathleen says oh you won't believe this there's a moment when George thought he might be the rooftop killer which is completely ridiculous that's fun so that's so apparently she's referring back to this line which is cut but of course they could have been talking about other stuff off, sure off it screen. works it works fine yeah yeah they're allowed to say stuff off screen okay that's all I got I it's a lot to talk about well then okay and then are we gonna go on to the last scene here Defcon well, there's three scenes left three, okay there's two well there's two two and a half Defcon all right 
Defcon, yeah. So quickly, he we get back to the boat slash command center. Yeah. And he's typing away in the boat. And he wants to meet. He is. <laughs> Looking serious. Yes. So he's, now we've got, so packed agenda for Saturday, right? We've got, got a st- stack of books. He's got Brinkley. He's got Brinkley books. And yeah. And he's setting up time for 4 p.m. on Saturday. Correct. Yeah. And what, what, is, what is the plan? Noon. You've got Farmer's Market with Kathleen Kelly. Yeah. 4 p.m., you've got meetup in park area with Brinkley and Kathleen Kelly. It's a huge park. You need more specific. Oh, over there. Over there. Oh, no, that's over there is where they're going to meet. Uh, he says by Riverside something. Riverside Park at 91st Street where the park where the park path curves and there's a garden. Ah, Sure. Um, in the, it's the interesting in the script uh, it says there's a place Riverside Park at 88th Street where the park curves and you, when you come around the curve you'll find me waiting uh, okay there's no reason it could have changed I looked up the 88th Street is literally across the street from from uh, 152 Riverside oh so he's like it's like let's meet in front of my apartment, Maybe. where my ex-girlfriend lives. Oh, right, in front. Yes. Which I mean, I guess it means that he was familiar with that area. Sure. It's yes. His, it's his haunting ground. It's still pretty close because, like, where is he living now? On the boat in the where some, bu- something boat dock. The uh, the 79th uh, 79th boat Street boat dock. Yeah. Which is still pretty close. I mean, that's like uh, less than twenty. Everything's walk. close in New York City. Uh, I mean, that's not really true. But uh, you can walk from 79th Boat Basin up to 91st Street. You know, that's not going to take too long. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's a plan. Okay. Good plan. Yeah. Okay. Anything else on that? So did you end up sleuthing out the books that he's got? In it's impossible to read. Well, it's One says it's... Roger's Thesaurus. It, it, it's something that looks like R, like Roltors. Roger. Uh, and then it says the something novels. The, impossible. The, the thesaurus. I don't know. Uh, All right. It, it also, in the in the script, he says Saturday. How about meaning Saturday? The first day of spring. Oh. Uh, and he, wow. do, he doesn't say you'll meet Brinkley. So in the script, it was like, oh, meeting me is enough. And then in the movie, it's was like, he has to sweeten the deal. And Brinkley will be there. You're going to meet Brinkley. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, is, is it interesting, too, two things about Joe. Does she, like, it seems hard that Joe wouldn't mention that he has a dog. Like, how does he not talk about Brinkley so, for so long? Well, he's very, uh, that's part of the whole ruse. I, it's, 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 he's very good at, at defending that secret. I mean, it seems like, like they're mostly talking. They're not talking about Joe. I mean, I guess he says I have a boat. It seems Other like than that, is the best parts himself, which are is the part of himself that has a dog that has an address. That's the whole point. As an email, because let's be very clear, Joe is saying, uh, should I email NY152? I'm not going to email from him. Joe from Joe at foxbooks.com. Which, that's the thing. Like, it's to like, NY152 at AOL.com. I was going to say, does she ask, because they're talking about email, she must have asked, hey, Joe Fox, do you have an email address? Yeah, he's certainly got a, I'm sure he would have given her his work email. I don't think work email is really a thing. In 1999? At this eight? company? Do you think the like Fox is going to say, oh, yes. they do memos? No, they have. They certainly have work email. If he's got a computer on his desk at work, he's got a work email address. I disagree. Of course. I of course. Disagree. It's a toy. In 98? It's a toy. He, he has a work email Not address. Not for Fox books. 
Yes. Fox, it's an old-fashioned company. No, Fox Books has, certainly has work email in 1998. I disagree. Okay. I Look, look at Nelson. Nelson is not going to modernize. I mean, well, no, maybe Nelson doesn't use it, but he's got an email address. The only way they would is if Joe as an email enthusiast modernized himself sure sure and kevin helped and yeah joe gave the order sure <laughs> uh to make it happen yeah okay so then oh here we go today today wow i know in riverside park mm. well that would mean he's a west sider isn't that amazing Maybe I've seen him and don't even know it. You could have seen him every day and not know it. It's very he possible. He could be anybody. He could, could be, be that guy right there. And those flowers are for you. Hey. Keep could be the zipper or... man. Yeah. What's that? The zipper man. What's he, that? Uh, he's a guy out he, he repairs zippers on Amsterdam Avenue. <laughs> Cut it out. You never have to buy new luggage. Cut it out. <laughs> I mean, the timing here is everything. I mean, he, he's waited until you're primed. See? Until you are absolutely convinced that there's no other he's married. There you go. There you go. So, um, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. I, uh, I missed the boat scene. Next time I'll play. You did. It. We'll get it. We'll get it around next time. Um. So, wow. Let's see. Where do we okay, start? Okay. So, first question on the boat, too. Yeah. He he's saying let's meet, which means one thing. NY152 is done tweaking. Yes, what does the that project mean? is done tweaking. What does that mean? They both know what it means. It means that they spent enough time. Joe doesn't know that she knows. Oh, wait, I get it. At this point, Joe knows she knows. Joe doesn't know she knows. Or does she know that Joe knows that she knows? I think at the. I think at this point, Joe knows she knows. I think Joe doesn't know. Maybe not. Well, because I her boat sing. You don't think. Do you think the boat zing is... She doesn't know he's a boat unless she stalks him. Yeah, that's right. Okay. She just legitimately yeah. hates boats. Okay, so he doesn't, he doesn't know she knows. She knows who he is, though. So she knows. He doesn't know she knows. Yeah, I mean, but what, it really is clear. The project is priming her. Sure, yes. Really, really screwed up stuff. <laughs> uh, okay, uh... I have nothing else to do the boat. Um, okay. <laughs> but it is extremely funny to me. We see these scenes where, like, he's laughing, he's laughing, he's laughing. Cut to email, and he's just stone-faced. You know? It's it's it's, it's a funny. weird, psychotic undervibe. Yeah. Uh, okay, next scene. Hot dog. I do also like how his, he is all, his mouth is always full. He's <laughs> just continually talking with his mouth full. Um, but it works for him. Um, works great. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, hot dogs. So, you know, the so they're at a hot dog stand. Legendary hot dog stand. Legendary. Legendary. There's a line that used to be posted outside the hot dog stand. It's a bit of a riddle. Oh. How can you tell a real New Yorker? Because uh, she knows to eat at Gray's, or she prefers to eat at Gray's. How, like... And that's not the line, but it's close. Did you read that somewhere else or something? Yeah. Earlier Where? today. Where? Online? Yeah. Where? Like, what was it posted? Just like a... Somewhere I read about Grays. Well, I was reading this, like, posted on the side of the building in 2011. Hmm. Uh, and the line was, by her attachments to Grays papayas. Oh, by her attachments to Grays papayas. Yep. I mean, Papaya. I remember the Papaya. pronoun usage. Papaya. is the main Papaya. thing I remembered. 
Well, oh, why? Because it's so unusual to you that they talk well, about a female it, customer? It's weird to gender that statement in general because New Yorker would apply across the... And, wh- I mean, and where did this come from? What's a vintage salon? Um, is it a line from You've Got Mail? No. Oh. <laughs> a gourmet magazine. Ah, okay. All right. Which is of a predominantly female readership? Must be. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I never heard of them. Okay. I just, I mean, the line stood out to me because it was, it was weird. I mean, if it said he, it would have also stood out to me. Although I would just think, oh, oh that's, that's so progressive. Well, I'd be like, oh, that's an outdated way to think about that, right? <laughs> damned if you do, damned if you don't. <laughs> well, you could just say because they. You don't need to say, you don't that, need to I mean, gender it. People haven't invented they back in 1998. That's okay. a new thing. Uh, did you see the location where this is? Uh, Gray's propo- well, it moved locations, right? So it moved locations. Uh, what in the two thousands at some point or or twenty tens? It did because they they got priced out. Uh, did you re- look into the whole? I sure okay. About this? There, yeah, there was. I mean, this is another place that had landlord troubles. The location I'm seeing here looks like the same location as the movie, except it doesn't have the yellow texture. The crazy yellow texture on the side. It's just got like a flat siding. Whereas in the movie, it's got this poofy yellow. Like There's a newsstand the same place around the corner. I think it's the same place and they just renovated. They they painted the outside. They've done a couple of different renovations. Mm. Uh, so but- they say, so yeah, it says um, the former Midtown location of Grace Papaya closed in 2011 and yes. the Greenwich Village branch closed, branch closed in 2014. A new Midtown location has since opened, but then closed due to COVID. Oh, I see. So this is the we're, original. We're, we're not talking about Midtown. We're not talking about Midtown. We're talking about the original, which it well in 2016, Grace Papaya signed a 20-year lease for a new location okay, on just, 612 8th Avenue between West, Thir- West 39th and West 40th. Do this for me. Look yeah. up. This, okay, so let's let's do let's some sleuthing. Okay. Verde Square's locations. Look up what Grace Papaya near Verde Square. Find out how close. Twenty ninety Broadway at Seventy Second Street. Yes, look at the map. Do you see? You see it? Do you see it? I'm I'm trying to get to it. I'll try harder. Getting phone calls. Don't. Oh wow! It is right there. It's like across the street. Yeah, they're just in the neighborhood. I like the idea. It's like you feel like you're all over the city, and literally, this is all the same, all the same street corner. Yeah, this entire thing is happening on Amsterdam and Seventy Second. Uh huh. It's funny to me. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's the location of that, which is not well, because if they're going to block off an area, I mean, they might as well use that area as much as they can. And yeah. Also, canonically, saying, "Oh, he lives on the west side." Uh, he could be on the street, so it wouldn't make any sense if they're in Midtown. Sure, yeah. Because they're in the west side, Yeah, canonically. Yes. He's saying it. Canonically. Canonically. Okay, um, and then uh, the other cool thing about it is it's got this uh, side area where they get to position the you know Joe and Kathleen right above a large sign that says, We're talking. <laughs> I, to find out what it was first, I thought that might have been the name of the store. We're talking. No, uh, it took me. How did you first find it was called Grace Papaya? I searched the the t- the text on the sign on the right side. It says something like New York's best hot dog. Oh, okay. Something something. Yeah, I found it because uh, inside the store, if you look closely, there's a man in a red shirt that has Grace Grace Papaya's written on the back. Ah, okay, that's another uh, so, way to do it. Yeah, and I figured yeah. that's probably the name of the place. All roads lead to Grace Papaya. Um, do you know what how Grace Grace Papaya started? I don't. Oh well, so there's the there's a restaurant chain called Papaya King, 
which also serves papaya drinks and hot dogs. Perfect combination. And Gray, I think Nelson Gray or something, um, was huh? Sunny Gray. Sunny Gray. <laughs> something something Gray yeah. was involved in that chain and broke off to form his own thing, Gray's Papaya, which then became more famous. If only the non-complete clause. Non-complete clause. Non-complete yeah. clause. Uh, so, um, okay, let's see. Uh, did you? Okay, so there is a couple. There's a bunch of hanging, little like little dec- decorative things. You know what I'm talking about? Like all these like weird, yes. yeah, little menu items on on hanging yeah, tags. Like, yeah, and one says coconut champagne. Yeah, that's one of their drinks. Sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. They, I mean, they have tr- basically tropical, non-alcoholic tropical drinks and hot dogs. Let's, okay, I gotta go. Gotta sit. Gotta go. Yeah. Gotta go. Uh, did you? Which, okay. Which I think, drink of the app, it's pot. They do walk out with styrofoam containers of something from Gray's Papaya. So I think that's actually, a you know, in the running here. Uh, okay, did you also notice, the eagle-eyed person will notice, there is a large cartoon hot dog. A large cartoon hot dog. Did you notice the large cartoon hot dog? I did not. <laughs> Are you serious? Well, I mean, the one on the right side of the screen? Well, there's actually two. There's a couple of them. Well, that was where I read the text about it being the famous hot dog. Well, you didn't mention it so far. I thought you might have not seen it. Well, it was on a gigantic well, tell, hot dog tell sign. Tell the listener. There's a large. Tell them what. There's they a see. large cartoon hot dog with the text like the best hot dogs in New York City on it. And what does it say pinned to his chest? I don't remember. <laughs> it's really weird. It says polite New Yorker. Oh yeah, I, I saw the word polite. Yeah, I just thought that was talking about hey, you should be polite in our store. <laughs> it's weird. I don't. I, there must be a weird. story behind that. We want to get the boat scene here real quick. Yeah, I will. I will. I will. Oh, I keep on bumping into you. Yeah. Hope your mango's ripe. I think it is. Hey, you want to bump into me on, say, Saturday around lunchtime? Yeah. Over there? Huh? Good. How about meeting Saturday? He's typing one-handed. Yep. Four o'clock. Wow. There's a place in Riverside Park at 91st Street where the path curves and there's a garden. Brinkley and I will be waiting. Brinkley, now gets a big rub. You were cool. Yeah. Polite New Yorker, Yorker, the best hot dog in New York. And there's another, see on the other side of the street through the window, you can see another cartoon hot dog. This oh, two. yeah. Oh, there he is. Yep. Maybe I've seen him and don't even know Which it. also has played New York. Every day nice. It's very he could possible. be anybody. He could could be be coconut like champagne, it. banana something, and then papaya. Hey. Looks great. Be the zipper man. Look at these khakis. What a, what a 90s man. look. Yep. He, uh, he's a guy Styrofoam there. cups. What a 90s thing. I miss those anymore. The environment doesn't miss them. <laughs> In California, you, you can't. The timing here is everything. The he's, really? There's still styrofoam cups prom. everywhere else? I'm not sure. About I don't think New York has styrofoam cups anymore. Pretty certain. New York, no. Yeah. Which is where this movie is set. I'm just saying, but it's, you know, it's you can still get them. It is possible to still get styrofoam cups, yes. Yeah. But they are you would not be handed them at a uh, Gray's Papaya in New York City. I agree. Uh, it is... Uh, it, it's like Smoothie King in, in, in Tennessee. Sure. Like through, the mid, like through the mid-2000s to late-2000s, definitely it's styrofoam cups. 
Oh yeah, so, like two thousand eight in Tennessee, definitely yes. I think Jamba Juice had them in California, even like Ooh. you know, less than ten years ago. Okay, well, there you go. Now, um, I would say the, the khaki is the first time you see anything in the movie that's like a '90s artifact that's not flattering. The rest of it is like very flattering '90s stuff. I mean, there's a lot of sweater type stuff. Like they're both wearing, like he's wearing a sweater undershirt, she's wearing a sweater overshirt. Yeah, where like I feel like they work for them here, but applied to normal people maybe like not you know actors in a movie i feel like some of these sweater things would not be as flattering as they are on them <laughs> sure i mean they're movie stars well that guy's yeah. eating shrimp in the back he's it's not it's, it's not oysters oh, that's not those he's piling that much of something on no no i'm doing the guy behind him the, oh, oh oh the guy with the mustache oh sure okay yeah I, he had it on their tray i thought it was i see, no i saw i just saw a shrimp go into his mouth you're right yeah, yeah. yep just he's like it's like a fish <laughs> like, right, shrimp swims into that is, I mean, if you've got to be on a movie set all day shoveling something into your mouth, shrimp, not a bad. That's you know, Hell that's yeah. fine. Write my contract, baby. <laughs> um, oysters would be a little tough. I mean, to sit there with a plate of oysters that's just getting warmer and warmer. And <laughs> I, I think we'd be great. Uh, all right, um, that, guy, that guy looks so. The other guy looks so much like Sugar Ray. He's got intense Sugar Ray vibes. He does have sugar. I've never seen a man with such intense Sugar Ray vibes. Um, all right. Should we get into a little bit of um, our our favorite segments? Uh, one thing I just noticed, I'm seeing at least three dogs in the farmer's market. It's wow. Great. It's great. Huge. Which is like, boy, it probably took Joe everything to not bring Brinkley along. Yep. All right. <laughs> that hop is so good. It's yep the the New York, the New York hop, New York so you're, you're, rag. So you're done. I mean, Big like this rag. is this is just a pleasant five minutes where it's people very pleasant. They hop around. This is what living is. It's it's dicking around, getting getting produce. Let's hack it. Let's hack it. I, I what's not to like? Everything is pleasant. Um. Well, coming up with more 152 zings. An option. I think they 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 properly joked it out. You know, okay. there's nothing to be desired. Uh, I mean, okay. So we've eight scenes. What what is the like the worst feelings in any of them? Number one, Starbucks scene. Number two, emailing scene. Number three is the uh, Ocean Grill scene. Number four, Farmers Market scene. Number five, Verdi scene. Number six, boat email. Number seven, hot dog scene. Number eight, walk down the sidewalk. Okay. I really, across the entire board, joy, except for the email scenes, but that's functional. Yeah. That's like, that's the tech, like, that's the tech backbone. Um, what about all these pretzels in his mouth that he has to swallow? It's, it's perfect. Mm. What's not to love? Um... Um, I, mean, I, I mean, I really say this. I think their lives could not be improved. You know, show, show where I'm wrong. Even this, like, even writing an email, he's got Brinkley in his lap. He's, well, he's only got one hand to write the email with. Well, that's interesting. Although I feel like it should like be a, more like... an auto-pet mechanism to just yeah. keep Brinkley satisfied for a little bit while he's typing emails? I mean, this is why, this is why they call us... Futurists and and you know and uh, visionaries. Mm-hmm. It's we ha- we are tasked with the unenviable job of looking at people having a perfect day in New York and, and improving saying, it and saying it could be more perfect. It can. What if they had iPhones? Uh, no, 
Well, what's what's not perfect about it? Like, um, they're, like they're living, they're vibing. They don't have. They don't. Uh, there might be like popular tweets that they're missing. No, no, that's it's. I think it, you. We can't just um, look at the way history happened. We need to fork it off and say, what's nothing, a better way? History? Literally, literally nothing. No way to track their steps. What if they're in They'll have no idea how far they walked at the end of the day. That's interesting. Yeah. I, have a, I have a solution to that. Uh, they could be in Zorbs, and then they wouldn't have steps. They'd have rolls. Yeah. Yeah. And they would also be... There's a lot of cars. They got to walk all the time. I mean, they can't yeah. even... They have no way... Like, what if they need to, like, you know... Hail of you know a cab. Uh, I mean, the world we live in is a world where rideshare apps, you know, per, uh, you know, yeah, went everywhere. Here they're trapped, they're stranded, they gotta walk. They're not, they're not stranded. They're right stranded. by the subway. Completely stranded. I mean, the, um, the one problem is they have no ADA accessible way to get to the subway. That's true. That, and that was true. that was fixed. Oh, what about knowing whether N one one five two is married or not? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, she knows. She knows in her bones. Sure, but like, what if there was a technological solution to that? Uh, that's you're you're playing with God's work at that point. I, I like to, I get more. I like to I like to explore the meat space and the tech space combined. What about where she where they both have to throw out their styrofoam cups? Maybe. <laughs> okay, now you're talking. She has to touch the trash can. She does. That's kind of gross. Uh, so okay, we can I mean, fix that. Yeah, I mean, okay. So, like, what is the problem here? They they get they go to Grace Papaya. They do. They get they do they get food or just they, the drink? So do they? They go from they go from an, a a calamari lunch to a farmer's market. Yeah. They then chow down on. Oh, I guess that's the, the next week. That's the next. Because she says today. I'm meaning him. Damn me. That's right. Sorry, the hot dog's the next week. Okay, yeah. but the farmer's market is the same he's, day. He's gotten a week to let so, that... No, 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 that, I know, but they still, go, they still go from calamari lunch to chowing down on pretzels. Or at least he does. <laughs> That's correct, yes. <laughs> are, are you saying, like, the, the state of his, of his, of his digestion yeah, and stomach his is stomach, not great? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, do, are, are you seeing... Uh, do you see kind of indigestion and discomfort on his face? Yeah, look at him. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, I like this man in the suit jacket there. Just, I love everyone here. Yeah. I love New York. He's, he's like a, a very hitman-looking uh, person. You can catch him next time around if I will we, catch if we him get there. Time. Yeah, he's a very hitman-style Agent 47 just hanging out in the farmer's market in a suit. Um, cool, cool tennis racket dude coming by. Oh, yeah. Everyone's cool. Um, what about not knowing how expensive these flowers are? Oh no! Well, let's just look like. Oh no! She's just got three bent, three bunches. That's what the three is. So he, he must know. All right. Well, are we not? Is this not a hackable app? I'm having trouble hacking, but okay. I mean, I think the two leading things are just lack, like extra frictions in dealing with, you know, smoothie-based beverage. Is it smoothies or is it like ices? What 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 what, what is the stuff? Uh, it's. I mean, yeah, like like a. Iced papaya drink, yes. Or no, I mean more it's smoothie. Like a than, no, no, more smoothie, more, more smoothie. jamba juice, jamba juicy. Okay. I believe. Okay, but and you're saying that the fact that they have to like lug stuff around, or the yeah, and they have to do, you know they have to throw it out. <laughs> they, that's the one thing they're like you know, we're always talking about like now people have a, a smartphone, they're just staring to their phone all yeah. day. 
in the 90s, they're staring at their styrofoam cups in their hands. Yeah. Like, yeah. what instead they could be, instead of, like, holding their, you know, their, their uh, Grace Papaya drink, they could be touching each other. They could be, like, feeling each other's sure. faces. Sure, yeah. So, I mean, I think I think the fact their hands are full of... Okay. Yeah, I mean, let's So, say, a little papaya waiter? I mean, that, this like, also got the farmer's market. Look at this. Like, they still, have I know. Yeah. A little, how about a little, like, hovercraft that, walk, that goes around next to them? Oh, I like where you're going. What if, what like if in it, Flubber. You okay, know the so, uh, Weibo? Is that the <laughs> What? In Flubber. Weibo? Weibo. I don't oh, know. Wait, wait, no, the, not the Flubber. Yeah, he's, 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 the, he's his other android. robot. His android robot. His yeah. other, uh, his flying robot. Is, isn't very, yeah, isn't yeah, her I think, name I think Weibo? It was, I think it was Weibo. Weibo. Yes, Weibo. Weibo is the tritagonist <laughs> in, in Disney's Flubber. I remember. I think this I was is from up, Disney fandoms. So I think why I was looking up Weibo on like Twitter in the past, and there is a number of people who are incredibly horny for Weibo. Okay. I remember there's like a really like like a strange amount of horny Weibo fandom. Uh, it's a great community. She is a hovering sentient robot who was created by Philip Brainer to act as assistant until her demise. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, Weibo. Uh, okay, so we have a little Weibo, but with like a with a drink receptacle, and that's what we'd have now. I think in the '90s, let's let's think medium tech. It's grown. You know, okay. floating is hard, uh, but you don't want to take up you know sidewalk space. Um, sure. So you can make like kind of like a like a, a kind of like hack your own Weibo. You know, they could be like wearing a hat that kind of dangles a Weibo. Ah, H Y O W. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, so imagine. I mean, you could do this today. Yeah, you know, just get a big enough hat. I do. Tie yeah. a string to it, mm-hmm. and then build a model of Weibo, mm-hmm. and then you have Weibo floating in front of you. There you go. And then you put a cup holder in. I mean, it's, it's kind of weird. Like, uh, why don't more people use their head to carry drinks? Don't you know me at all? Um, I think it. I think you know, out of sight, out of mind. You get the drink up there, and suddenly, you know, you're prone to spilling it. I mean, it's the same. It's the same uh, mechanism like, of a water tower. Yeah. Because they build a water tower, you get the pressure yeah. that kind of goes down, so you don't even have to like think. If you if you put, like wore a hat, yeah, filled it with Grace papaya, yes, and then you have a straw going down. You just uncork it, and it just flows into your. Yeah, mouth. but I feel like I would I would like have to bend down to pick something up, and then I would just have Grace papaya like flooding all over the sidewalk in front of me. Well, I think it would actually create better poise because you shouldn't bend over. Sure. You should lower your... Should Never bend over, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it, it improves your, your poise, like improves your lumbar support. Mm. Uh, what's not to like? What's not to like? And All right. But you can still, I'd say you can wear a hat, but the hat could be themed after Weibo. Yes. I, I bet... Well, let me look up Weibo. Weibo hat. Weibo hat. Weibo hat. Oh, they exist, but they're not very good. <laughs> what are we looking at here? What do they look like? Uh, it's just like a Weibo drawn on the hat? Well, no, oh, that's weird. I thought there must be some other Weibo. Uh, no, there are no Weibo hats. No, oh, one wow. has, no one has made a Weibo hat. Let me, search for, okay. let me search for Flubber Weibo hat. Nope. Nope, nothing. So, so you're saying That's we- crazy. I mean, it's like you feel. I feel like there are. I mean, you can get anything of anything because people will just like digitally print Weibo on a hat and sell it. But that has not apparently happened. And I feel like in, in general, like you can do a lot with the Weibo because like the lid opens. Like the lid opens, you pour the drink in. You know. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, okay. All right. Weibo hat. That has been hack of wait, the wait, 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 wait. What? Well, Weibo hat. That's been hacked. That's what I just said. Okay. I'm oh, sorry, Mr. <laughs> Did you uh, miss me just saying that? Uh, yeah, I missed her. Okay. Uh, okay, so uh, one thing we forgot: dr drink the app. Uh, we di we didn't forget drinking the app. We didn't we didn't commit to it yet. Well, we just haven't gotten to it yet. This it's is always before drink of the app. Yeah. All right, drink of the app. So we have three choices to choose from here. It's a uh, trilemma. Trilemma. It's a tritagonist. Uh, yeah. Um, so uh, we got. Uh, we have the iced tea. We have. Well, we have the continuation of coffee with many sugars. Nope. Um, okay. We have two two probable iced teas at Ocean Grill. Yeah. And then we have. They look refreshing. And then we have Gray's papaya drink and styrofoam. I mean, let's be okay. If you had to choose, would you rather have the iced tea or the Gray's papaya? Gray's papaya in a styrofoam cup. Well, it's far more iconic. It is, I mean, we had a lot of we had tea before, but never iced. Have we never had iced tea before? Never iced tea before. Really? I can I can check to be okay. All right. Uh, if you want to check and follow our progress, you can go to earfullove.com/cocktails. Earfullove.com. So we have tea, honey with tea, tea refill. Uh, yeah, so these are these are at the moment are all uh, all hot teas. Mm, okay, all right. I Whoa. guess two two ocean grill iced teas. I mean, okay, what, what will look better in the image? I, the iced teas. They will, because I mean, I think styrofoam cups kind of blend in. I don't like the ambiguity of not knowing what flavor the they got. We don't know. It's some sort of Gray's papaya drink, but seeing is believing. Yeah, and believing is seeing. That's not true. That's what I learned from the Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Uh, that's that's all I that's all I remember. Um, okay, so uh, two iced teas at Ocean Grill. That's drink of the up. Okay. Well, what, were, what were we doing for the next ten minutes? Uh, we'll see. We'll okay. find out. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like I trust you. I did something cool. Uh, I, well, I mean, I must, right? Um, okay. So then that's uh, so two iced teas at Ocean Grill. Very good. All right. That has been drinking the app. That has been drinking the app. All right. Now let's do uh, our favorite segment. Um, where in the air? Took me a second. Okay. This is where in the air. Yes. This is. We're, we're kind of like we're kind of like uh, really zoning in to the to the actual the final full, the full movie numbers. It's it's unlikely we'll depart too much at this point. There's not a whole lot left. I'm gonna depart right now. Wow. It's like a, something out of a Scorsese movie. Uh, but, uh, okay. I'm back. You're back. Uh, yeah, where in the air is where we, the two of us, as it were, take the, the variable software's eye view. Uh, you know, much in the same way software floats over the heads of people through Wi-Fi every day. Uh, we're, we're overlooking the movie and, and taking the, the kind of large scope uh, and, and rating the movie in multiple multiple categories. Uh, rate the movie uh, as in, in, in aggregate for the entire movie, only the subsection up until now, and then these five minutes. You know you know the rules. I do know the rules. This this I'll say is the best hacking jam we've had so far. That's not true. There's a really ah. good one like back All right. in like. Um, yeah, so those are the rules. So uh, one to five are, are, stars. Are you saving these because you have a playlist of this? Yeah. I find various sources. I'm just saying this. I think people would love the official soundtrack of hacking. 
I like to mix it up. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, but you can you can combine all 25 at the end. Sure. And have the ultimate hacker den. That's okay. Uh, should we just get to it? We should get to it. Okay. So we're gonna movie as a whole as a whole. Yeah. Okay. Ready? I'm, I'm locked in. Three, Three two, two, one. Four, four and stars. And a half stars. Four, four and a half. Why wow, you came up there? It's good. Good movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, okay. Ready? Uh, movie up until this point as a whole. Ready? Sure. Three, Three two, two, one, four, four and, and a half stars. stars. Wow, okay. this is the one that bumped it up for you. That's big. That's pretty good, yeah. All right, these five minutes. Ready? Sure. Three, Three two, two, one, one five stars. Five stars. Five, oh, stars. Wow. five stars. Four and a half. You're, wow, okay. You feel like you're overweighting the movie as a whole as a whole, and you're underweighting these five minutes. But you came up. You came up. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a rising, rising grid. For sure. For sure. Uh, okay, very good. That has been it's Hack been of the App. Coffee's barely uh, sustaining me at this point. <laughs> uh, is that is that so? Is that so? You going to, going to contact info? Uh, well, no, not quite yet. Okay. But that has been Hack of the App. Okay. Are we going to do a quick update in the search for Tales Nate? Uh, we, we, can, we can do that in a sec here. Um, okay. Let's first take care of... Um, yeah, let's do that now. Search for Tales Nate. <laughs> this is the search... For the 2008 movie, the next movie we will do after this one. I, I mean, this is really just a kill time. There's not a whole lot to say. The main thing is... I'm just we, really glad I found this. This is good. We have three uh, we, we have three down. What was it, like uh, seven to go? Uh, yeah, four down, I think. So, it only we watched better. Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Bad. We watched... Oh, it was fine. Uh, we watched... Not five. It was fine. We watched. It was better than what we watched next, which was twenty-one. Literally, I think top two worst movies I've seen in my life. I had such a bad time. Very unpleasant bad movie. Yes. Yeah. But we wrote threads. You can you can document the script threads on the official earful of twitter.com uh, slash earful of. They're good threads. I honestly, I they're a great resource. Yeah, we we did a really good job writing tweets. I think so. Uh, that's that's why they call us the Tweetsmiths. The, the uh, tweets, tweet and, and uh, then then finally, uh, uh, finally earlier today, in fact, we watched Quas 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 Twenty One Quas Twenty One uh, Quantum of Solace uh, James I mean, Bond Double O Sevens Yeah the Quantum uh, Judy Dench's Quantum of Solace James Bond the man who shoots with a smile. Uh, uh, not not the Daniel Craig James Bond. He's smiling on the inside, but uh, it's a also it's a fantastic movie to analyze because it's in, very incoherent. I think the problem is just it's not an earful movie. No. So these for context, if you're wondering, yeah. we're vetting these movies because we need to know what to watch next. Yeah. Uh, and that has to be a 2008 movie. Has to. Be. We only we only look at we only watch the eights. Yeah. Like uh, like the Weather Channel. Like the Weather Channel on the eights. On the eights. Uh, so we only watched eight. So um, uh, these are our candidates. We've got about what five more. You're looking forward. Uh, up next, we got Fool's Gold. Fool's Gold. You know, you know who uh, wrote the music for Fool's Gold? Um, Leonard Bernstein. Uh, Fool's Gold composition score, as it were, uh, is the same uh, same as uh, You've Got Mail. Wow, who's that? Uh, it's <laughs> find the name again. Uh, music by George Fenton. Ah, Fento. All right, George Fento. Um, and then we've got 
Um, we've got after that Fool's Gold followed by a double feature Fool's Gold and Swing Vote. Swing Vote, the perfect 98, or sorry, 2008 double feature. That's correct. So that will be uh, fantastic. So we've got that coming up tonight. We'll have another episode posted every week. Every week we've, we've uh, posted uh, three straight Sundays in a row, and that's going to continue. And here's the contact info. Here's, okay, here's the dual question answer stuff. You give me a prompt, I will answer it. I'll give you a prompt, you answer it. Ready? Okay. Three, two, one. I want to Twitter you. At Earful of. I want to email you. Staff at Earful of. Or staff at Earful of. Or staff at Earful of. And it's set up. It's set up. We're good. Yeah. I, I want, want to go to your website. Earfulof.com. Good. Great. Great. Very good. Okay. Wow. That was bad. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Fine. It's okay. It's not, um, yeah. You know, it could be worse. It could be worse. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's gelling. Yeah. Yeah, it's. it's I, I, I feel like it's any more than twenty five. I uh, it would it would season too much. I think sure. Yeah. Never never want to season too uh, much. I, I it's, it's... <laughs> and this is the we're just wrapping up the show here. As we always wrap it up, we say hey y'all, <laughs> hey y'all, hey y'all. Let's round it up. What well, did we discuss today? <laughs> we learned a lot of a lot of things in this show today. We learned the. The joys of the city, hanging out with your good buds, going to farmer's markets, and just enjoying a, enjoying a nice stroll. And boy, are they. Look at them together. <laughs> Look, I I always say, there ain't no city out there like the Big Apple. The Big Apple gives you everything a cowpoke loved. Including a little bit of romance. <laughs> a little bit of romance. Truly, there ain't nothing like the Big Apple. So all you cowpokes, all you cowboys, cowgals out there... Things come by. Come back uh, come back all real soon. Come we'll back be, real soon, everybody. We'll be all out there. We'll be checking in on episode thir- uh, 23 of uh, You Got Mail. That w- and then after that. After that, we don't know. We don't know we'll quite yet. It'll probably be 24. Probably, oh, I thought you meant the next movie. No, I meant the next episode. <laughs> right, 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 24. But, all uh, right, right around 24, yeah. Absolutely. But we don't know what to expect, but anything is possible. With, uh, with the magic of movies, the magic of New York, New York. Lovely town, lovely place, lovely people. And uh, well, we will look forward to it. It'll be great. Oh, boy. Do. Oh, boy. We. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We, we should do that wrap-up segment more often. That's a nice way to, nice way to close out the show. It's pleasant. You know what else is a nice way to close out the show? What's that? Email. Really? Tell me more. It's magical. Tell me more. Has there ever been a better medium for human expression? Uh, I don't know. Has there? There is not. <laughs> wow. <that's laughs> you do with that email is up. Is up to you.
intruder. You're out on a computer. I didn't abuse you. I didn't shoot you. I just took you out on a computer. And I turn my head and I say, you couldn't be cuter, but you're out on a computer. Because you're the world's worst slacker. Now you're 